Hey, welcome back. My name is Dominic Gaysom and you're listening to PR Hangover. Hello, welcome back to PR Hangover. Today I'm joined with um, our first founding GBPRSSA president, um, part of the first class with advertising and PR major with over 40 years of experience in the field, recognized for local, national and global branding communication and business development, and also our favorite professor, Ms. Professor Bradley Vack. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Uh, (laughs) Thanks for that introduction. A lot of good professors at Grand Valley, that's for sure. So my first question, I just wanted to start off with, uh, how did you get involved in the Ad PR program here at TV? Well, I wish, you know, Dominic, thank you for the opportunity. I, I do wish, I wish that there was a great story involved in, in, uh, how, PRSSA and the ad program got established and how I got involved. It's not that great a story. It's uh, uh, a lot of luck and uh, uh, a lot of coaching. I I think when I decided to go to Grand Valley, I was going to go into social work. And I had an advisor at the time who was uh, Professor Milt Ford. He was just a great, great guy. He encouraged me to go into ad PR, though. We got to know each other. His uh, he found out that my family was involved in the ad advertising industry and in the Detroit area in the automotive industry. And I was interested in that. He said, we're going to start up uh, an ad PR program at Grand Valley probably next fall. So stay tuned, watch for it. I, I did. They hired a, a, a director of the ad PR program at that point, And his name was Rudy Carlson. And he became an advisor and a mentor to me. He had experience advertising agency work in Chicago uh, for a number of years. So I, I got to know him as part of developing the overall curriculum at, at Grand Valley for the EdPR program. Doug Kinchy, Dean Kinchy at the time, he was along with Rudy and, and Professor Ford, he was involved in uh, supporting and establishing this EdPR program, which was nothing like it is today. Nothing like I mean, it was, it was, and I don't want to say it was cobbled together, but they tried to take best in class practices and the experience that Rudy had. And I think they started with 10 classes. If you go back to the, you know, the guide, the the program uh, offerings back uh, in the late mid to, mid to late 70s, 76, 77. And I was just, I was just real interested in it. So I jumped on board Um and to get the degree, to get the bachelor degree, uh, probably the bachelor degree in science, science BS, really, really helpful to me over the years. Yeah, I can't believe you said that wouldn't be an interesting story because, what? Uh, well, like, that's kind of just how it is. Like, I don't, I wouldn't say like I was hunting ad PR either. I kind of waltzed my way into from your ad PR program. Obviously, you're our first uh, chapter president of PRSSA. Um, how did that end up happening? Well, that, I wish that was a good story, but it's it's it's. I was looking for hands-on experience. Um, we were trying to get this ad PR program established and 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 uh, with a little momentum. And I think back in the day, there were probably only, if there were a dozen students uh, who had declared majors in ad PR, uh, then uh, that would have been a lot. Um, I don't know what the number was, but. It was a small class. Um, and one of the things that I'd always liked about Grand Valley was the not only the theory that you get at most schools um, to get a degree, and that's important, 
but the practical experience was for me what it was all about. And uh, uh, I really, I loved the the premise of rolling up your sleeves and, and getting involved in the work that you wanted to do, or you might want to do for a career. So at the time I was, I was working at the Lanthor and I worked with a couple of people on the, uh, the radio station on campus. Uh, uh, I was doing some other things I'm sure too, but um, professor Carlson and uh, professor Ford um pulled me aside and said, we're going to start this thing up called the PRSSA. And there was another gentleman by the name of John Zwarenstein, who was the PRSA chapter president in Grand Rapids. So in West Michigan, so he was, he had a, a, a PR firm and uh, he wanted to support this. Uh, so uh, we had, you know, we met on a Tuesday night in Asabel Hall and, and uh, sitting on the floor and there were six or seven, eight people that showed up. The whole idea behind it was to, we get speakers in, um, we would try to, you know, selfishly connect to internships through those speakers. Uh, we would take on a, a project, a not-for-profit uh, public relations project in the community and um, we would try to network and build relationships and learn about the field. So that's how we started. And by default, I, you know, a vote of, uh, you know, seven or eight people, it was, uh, and I don't think anybody else was running. So there <laughs> I was. People who were in that initial group, I, I know for a fact, I've stayed in contact with, they've done real well in the field, in the industry. It was a good, it was a good starting point platform for what has become now just a fantastic chapter um you've got more people in on your e-board than uh <laughs> i think was in our old group back in the day so I'm, I'm proud of that i'm proud of being part of the prssa uh that's what got me started yeah um, between PR, PR, between prssa and grand pr and all of the different opportunities there are to get involved on campus now it's just it's fantastic to all the listeners, if you want to get involved, um, let Emma know. <laughs> Plug Emma. Um, so from all this PRSSA experience, uh, where did it take you after college? Like, what was your first job and uh, what did it really teach you to do in your long-term career? So when I graduated, um, I had, it, I, I, had, I guess, go back a step because as a junior through Grand Valley and through PRSSA, I was able to get an internship, a summer internship at Ross Roy Advertising in Detroit. And Ross Roy is no longer there, but it was at the at the time, it was a very, very large national agency. Um, uh, Ross Roy himself, uh, believe it or not, invented the idea of uh, auto catalogs in the showroom, in the dealer showroom. And basically, it was it was more than just the catalogs. It was um, how do you sell features? How do you promote and sell features uh, in a car? Um, and that's a whole different story. But I had a chance to work at Ross Roy as an internship. Because of that experience, they offered me a full-time job when I graduated. And, and so I went straight out of uh, the commencement uh, at Grand Valley and went uh, that following Monday at, to Ross Roy to start off in their training program. So that's where I started. 
And um, obviously, after that, you've had a ton of jobs, a 40-year experience in the PR field. I know you love to talk about your Little Caesars job. And uh, I just wanted to ask, um, how's it like working on a global scale? Because I know you did some global work with them as well. Yeah, fantastic experience. Um, And I I mentioned in class the other day, any job that I had, I I could pull out parts that, you know, I get excited about. Um, that I learned from and that, that I'm, I'm proud to have been part of. Um, Little Caesars was a great one, um, uh, involved in uh, their communications programs and, and advertising and public relations for, uh, for the corporation. Uh, I got to work with the Illich family, which was um, a tremendous learning um, in, in working and interacting at, with a, a privately held um company uh, and the leadership from that. Um, it was fun. I, it, it exposed me to and the opportunity to work with some very, very creative people. The Illich just allowed me to, to get involved on some international opportunities, um, which I learned a lot from. We went to London um, to uh, convert uh, a pizza chain to Little Caesars. And just the, the whole notion of, of, of communicating a brand was such a U.S.-based domestic, you know, pizza, pizza brand focused on value. Um, it was different in, in, in Europe. People eat pizza with forks and knives in, in London. Here, it's like grab a piece and, you know, pull the, get that cheese pull. But uh mm-hmm. The customs are very different. And, and as I moved on to um, work on communications and campaigns for Leo Burnett in Chicago, be the global liaison uh, as an executive VP for Procter & Gamble. So I would coordinate kind of the, the messaging and the campaign tonality uh, across different agencies within the Leo Burnett network, the publicist network, and and how they created campaign materials um, in different countries. While we would have to, you know, have these umbrella plans that communicated Procter and Gamble's main message, their mission, their philosophies, their values, that was somewhat easy to do on an umbrella basis. But then you'd have to localize it to make the campaign communication work for each of the countries locally. It's that whole notion of think globally, but act locally, uh, act locally. And uh, so it was a fantastic experience. My next question is kind of a fun one. Um, Who are the coolest people that you've met on the job? I know you talked a little about this on the meeting, but I just want my listeners to hear maybe. That it was a perk. Let's call it, it's added value. It's, I, I never got into this business to be, to, for the glitz and the showmanship yes. around it, it's. But having the opportunity to meet and get exposed to some 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 of these people has really been a perk and, and added value to the whole the whole experience. Um, uh, Mr. Illich and, and Cliff Freeman, obviously. I mean, people who you know not you might normally not think of, but then Rosa Parks. Uh, um, I sat on a plane uh, coming back from a P&G meeting. This is when he was a senator, um, Barack Obama. But he he was the last guy to sit come into the plane, and I was toward the front, and he took the empty seat next to me. So 
we flew back through Washington, D.C., you know, and, and had an interesting conversation. I tried not to bother him, but how can you not want to talk to, you know, someone who uh, of his stature? But I had I've had the opportunity to meet some other presidents, President Ford, President Clinton, um, President Trump um, yeah, and, and, and James Taylor from a music standpoint. I mean, it's just the list goes on. Sports heroes of mine, Al Kaline, Gordy Howe. Refrigerator Perry, when he played uh, for the Bears in Chicago, uh, these are all people who we did commercials with or had some sort of a uh, brand experience with, and it's just been a privilege to uh, to uh, cross paths with them. You've been away from GV for a while. Um, how is it returning and uh, going to teach here? I love it. It's been a great experience because it's been very heartwarming maybe is the word uh, to see how and 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 to see how the college and the university has grown under each of the leaders since uh, president lovers back back then programs have really become you know that much more sophisticated the programs have kept up and maybe slightly ahead of the curve when it comes to all of the changes in this crazy industry called advertising, public relations, and communications. It's a whole different world than it was when I went to school. And when I got out of school, it's a whole different world than it was 10 years ago. And the school and the university have kept up uh, uh, in school of communications, have stayed ahead of the curve when it comes to understanding how technology has changed the game and um, the platforms and, and, uh, the metrics and you know the the emerging medias and AI, all of that. It's all it's really really cool to see. Um, so I do have another just a general advice question. Um, so how how do you succeed in ad PR over the years? I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's some basic things. There's not it's not brain surgery. That's the great thing about this whole subject. It's 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 not like we're doing open heart surgery uh you know in in our day-to-day work it's it's creating programs and creating communications that that persuade you know different publics to think different ways or perhaps do different things and change their behavior it's a fun subject to talk about but there are some basic um uh pillars i would say that 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 I've learned that I would pass on. And there's some basics. It's, it's um, be curious, you know, that's, that's a real basic truth that, um, you know, when I, when we work with clients, they may come to us believing they have a certain problem, but um, with the proper curiosity and, 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 and digging and digging and digging a little more, you might find out that the real problem is different than what they came in to address. And that's what, I think that's what our council as professionals in the field. That's what it's all about is, is trying to get to the root cause of whatever the issue might be and then manage communications and create campaigns uh, appropriately. So having curious, being curious and having that curiosity to constantly ask why, why this, why do you say that um, helps get to the root of the potential issue. Um, 
there's also another basic quality that I that I learned long ago, and and I I tend to have to remember um, because you want to be the you want to be that business person or that individual who has the answers, um, but if you don't listen, um, not only will you never get to that part, but you're, you won't get a true feel for what the issues are. Uh, listening is so important. There's, there's critical listening. There's strategic listening. Um, so um, listening is really important. Um, the other one is respect. Um, having, re- having respect for um, all of your different publics that you're dealing with. Having respect... And, and respectfully listening to um, what your clients may say, uh, what all of the different people within an organization might say. I, I like to think that um, w- one of the reasons I've been successful in the field has been I really like to listen and, and, and deal with everybody in an organization got to get outside the four walls of, of the communications department or the PR department or the advertising department. Um, you need to know what's going on in HR. You need to know what's going on in, in, in R and D and operations and manufacturing and, and, and really listen to what people are saying uh, and respect them um, and as, respect everyone in an organization at any level um, and build relationships clearly building relationships. I still have some of the best relationships I built were started at Ross Roy started at Grand Valley. When I was a student, I still stay in touch with many people uh, at Grand Valley. I've had professional relationships continue on with uh, uh, Grand Valley peers back in the day. Um, uh, The relationships that I made in my first job and, and, and internship um, I still connect with those people. We had a special, there's something about your first job where you have, uh, if, if it's the right first job for you, everybody's kind of fallen into a new organization together and they're launching their career together. And uh, you can learn from each other and you can share questions and how do you do this? And how did you do this? And learn from others um, at all levels within an organization. And so it's, and then those relationships just continue. They really can continue and blossom and grow and, and uh, they'll come in handy, whether it be for future networking for jobs, when you're out of a job and you need a job and you go back to that, you know, friend you had back early on um, because maybe you helped them at one point, maybe not, but maybe they can help you. Maybe you'll get approached. I'll get approached. I have been approached by others who uh, need help. But it all—it's all about relationships. It's all about respect. It's all about listening, um, and it's all about collaboration. Um, if you're getting into this field, uh, it's not a one-one-person show, uh, Dominic. It's—it's—it's—you can't do the job that you're tasked to do without. Um, collaboration with others um, and a respect for what they can do to bring, you know, greater success to the, to the equation. What's a quick piece of advice you would give to someone in my position? 
specifically me. <laughs> You're, you know what? Yeah, I, I, I don't know if there's anything I'd offer up beyond what we've just talked about, mm-hmm. um, except to 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 stay slightly ahead of the curve. I, I used to work with a, a someone who, who said, uh, we don't have to be. This was I was at an ad agency at the time, a PR firm, and and the and the, the idea was we don't have to be that far ahead of our clients in terms of how knowledgeable we are about anything. Um, We just have to be slightly ahead of their needs. And that's something that's always stuck with me because it can be a little overwhelming if you think too far ahead and you try to think about everything that that could come up in developing PR, communication, ad, ad programs. And clients are smart. Um, and you may choose to be a client at some point. Um, you may work for a company where, you know, someone like me uh, is working for you and developing your advertising or, or public relations. And, uh, you know, it's, it's all you have to do is think a little bit ahead and try to be a little bit ahead of where things are going. That's, I tell you what, that's what's kept me going in terms of keeping up with the industry. Um I've had to reinvent myself a number of times because the industry has changed so much. Um, And it's real cloudy. Uh, Companies are looking for good ideas. And um, it doesn't matter if that, if that great idea comes from the ad agency or the PR firm or the media buying service. Um, They just want good ideas. So it's less about the silos anymore. Um, and it's uh, different areas of communication. It's less about the silos and more about collaboration, understanding a client's business and uh, working together collaboratively to solve it. And uh, if you can remember that, that's about all I could tell you. I just want to say thank you for joining me on the podcast today. It was such an honor having you, uh, one of my favorite professors. Yeah. Oh boy. Thank you very much. Any way I can help. I I just, that's why I love being back at Grand Valley. I'll just, I, I just want to see everybody get the same kind of experience and have the opportunities and hear the stories that, uh, that I was exposed to back then. So thank you. Thank you for listening to PR Hangover. Below is all the guests information. And I hope to see you next time.